And we are back with the Faith is Motivation podcast. Here on this podcast, we try to inspire people in motivation, finance, fitness, and overall happiness. We're actually breaking that down today. But before we go on, we actually have a new intro that I want to try out. Um, we're working on it. It is a work in progress. If you hate it, you hate it. It may be different. It may change. We may do a little bit of thanks to it. But yeah, without further ado, here's our new intro. The difference between me and you is I worked on myself and I exercised the discipline to be where I am. You did not. It is nothing else other than that. I chose to be better. When you're in a bad place and you want to beat yourself up, it's going to take a lot of work. You can't just sit on your ass and think everything's going to get better. It doesn't improve anything. You have to get out. You have to work for it. You have to actually improve yourself. If you're wanting to be, like you said, a millionaire, you had to discipline yourself. You had to go put yourself a plan together. You had to go through the motions of that plan, taking those stepping stones that you need. If you've reached the point where you think you deserve a better life, now is the time to change for the better. We are back. So today we are going to be breaking down our mission statement. I'm one of your hosts, Darian Hawkins. Um, I am a real estate agent, basketball coach, podcast host. I do a lot of things and I go over this every um, podcast. So if you want to know what I do, just watch another podcast. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on my socials at Dog 40 on everything. Um, Chris. So if you want to follow me, follow me over on Instagram, Reaper Killstreak. That's the same for Twitch and Facebook gaming. Reach out to me anytime if y'all want to just, uh, just chit chat. My streaming schedule is all whack right now, so definitely if you want to keep up with that on me, Facebook Gaming is the way to go. And pass this right over to Seth for his intro. Uh, Seth, uh, Instagram is Seth D. Roulette. You're not going to find anything on there. It's all overcase, but that's probably all I'm going to plug right now. Okay, so um, some announcements. So if you've been tuning in, you've been hearing me tell you to tune in on YouTube on Tuesdays for the full broadcast where you would get to see our faces and all that nice stuff. And those have not been going up. And that's simply because I feel like the quality of those, we feel like the quality of those are very poor. And we don't want to put out extremely low quality content. So we're working on that. That's something that we do want to do is have something live for you guys so you can start, guys can see our faces. Um, but we just can't put it out right now because the quality is extremely low. And then also um, another thing we're doing, we are on Rumble. As of right now, whenever this podcast drops on the release date of this podcast, everything that's up on YouTube is also up on Rumble. So if you prefer Rumble to YouTube, um, you can go there, and then we'll have the full bo um, podcast up as well. So if you want to watch those on there, you can do that. Um, and our podcast socials, so I can plug those really quick. We are Faith is Motivation on everything. So YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, Amazon podcast, Samsung podcast, a lot of other things that I didn't, I didn't even know existed until I started a podcast. We are Faith is Motivation on everything except for Instagram, where we are Faith is Motivation P-O-D. Okay. So um, before we get into the show, there's something that I wanted to kind of add. I wanted to kind of throw in, and I just wanted to do um, – so you guys can get to know us better and understand how we thrive and how we're growing and we do better. And it's not something we want to do every week, maybe like a once a month, two times a month thing. Um, but just to give you an update on us, uh, checking on you guys, Seth, Chris, what have you guys been doing for yourselves recently? That's, you know, helping you grow and helping you improve. Uh, Chris, you want to go first or I got it? I'll let you go first. This is a curveball for me. Alrighty. So basically everything I've been doing is just, it's all trying to improve myself. Obviously I'm, I'm going to the gym. I've, I've lost, a, I've lost a lot of weight. I am starting on real estate. I'm learning about getting to investment properties and I'm just trying to manage my finances. Well, trying to manage my fitness. Well, I'm making improvements. And of course I've upgraded my social life heavily as well. So that's, I mean, that's all recent. That's what I got. So just to, just to add to Seth, you lost like 35 pounds in like a month and a half. Right. Yeah. I'm stagnant now though, but working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cardio. So yeah, no, that's, that's, not, that's something I think we should talk about is, is getting stagnant because um, 
you lost, you know, a tremendous amount of weight and you're working extremely hard. And now you're kind of getting stagnant. You're kind of leveling out to where it's getting hard to get to where you want to get to. And I think this is like the point where a lot of people tend to give up, but you've actually made changes to your diet. You've made changes to your workout routine. You're adding in an extra day of cardio, things like that. And I think two that's days. You know, extra two days, an extra, yeah, an extra two days of cardio. So doing things like that, right. It's not, it, it, it's like a lot of people like give up and they stop, but like you are obviously, you know, living what we preach on this podcast and it's like, okay, well, I'm stagnant now. I need to find other ways to improve and other ways to get better. And that's really, you know, uh, com commendable, uh, Chris, do you want to go into anything? And I can go into things too, but. Uh, what I'll, all I will say is, uh, finances for me is starting to look a lot better. I'm no longer doing the four, uh, 40 or 50 hours. I'm sitting here doing 60 hours here at Amazon when, uh, when they do offer the OT, when they don't offer the OT, doing, getting a, doing an extra job, but also too. Literally, I have clamped down on extra spending. So it's like instead of going to the grocery store and picking up extra stuff that I'm like, I could use it or could uh, eat it. It's like, nah, just yeah. stick to Don't the core. Extra just, tub of ice cream. Yeah. No. And just like, just stick to the core, like getting meat, getting can, uh, canned goods, especially for the winter months, preparing for the cold, cold days. Yeah, because uh, I ain't going outside. Cold. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, when you got an hour to drive it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna be in the cold no matter what. So, but yeah, just make, basically just what ironclad finance that I had already made it even more ironclad to where now I'm sitting here going, I've got extra money, but that extra money is there to be as a safety net for this point. Okay, so I would, you're working on your, you know, I would say an emergency fund because obviously you don't save until the end of time. That's, that's detrimental. You're losing money. So like you're building like your emergency fund, you're getting like more financially stable to where you can do things and do things that you want to do. And, um, that's been a journey for you. Oh yeah. I like, actually gained a lot of respect for you, Chris. Uh, I've noticed like, since I first met you, like we obviously haven't known each other very long, but I've seen you improve yourself financially, like heavily. Like when I first met you, you're just doing DoorDash. Now you, you got, you got a full time job, and you're uh, you're working on it a lot. And I can I can see the growth and improvement. Uh, we love that. Uh, no, like that's a that's a big thing. I think that's you know commendable. And um, as you can see, Seth, he's been around us. Well, he's been around me for a while, but he's just now being integrated into like our social circle, and he's you know able to see your growth in that short amount of time. Um, so yeah. And like, obviously like, yo, like, you know, I've been, I've been broke, uh, you know, almost as long as you have until these last couple of years. And, um, I know that's been a journey for you. The finance, the finance journey has been a journey. I'm, I'm happy to see you doing good. Um, yeah, instead of rebounding the whole freaking time. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, falling off and getting back on, uh, for me, I, I, I think my, my biggest area right now has been fitness. Um, I've, I've gotten kind of stagnant. So I recently changed my diet. Like last week, I'm trying to take in more calories and I'm going harder. I'm increasing my weight. Um, I'm trying to push the real estate thing really like it's kind of hard in the winter. Like people don't want to buy houses. People don't want to go out and look, no one wants to do anything in the winter. Oh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to push that and get it going. Uh, but you know, yeah, basically basically just fitness. Oh, and I'm doing a lot for this podcast too. Like I've, I've, I've been running ragged. I'm, I'm editing something. I'm creating something. I'm trying to think of ideas. I'm trying to improve quality. I'm buying new equipment. So, um, I'm really trying to focus on this and growing in this area. Cause this is kind of like one of the ways I give back and then fitness, you know, I, I, I gotten stagnant and I'm, I, I'm really upset about it. Okay. So, um, you guys have anything else to say? Anything about us about how I'll say that with you, Darian. Uh, about a year and a half ago, when I first met when I first met Darian, he was he was a bag of bones, man. He was skinny, real skinny, <laughs> and and you would never think of seeing him now, but but he was. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a before picture. I, I hate it. It is it's like I played basketball with him several times. I, it was always, I always find it funny to just watch him be in the post and then someone just to tap it bigger than him. Bam, pushed him out of the way. I'm like, 
the, you got to hit the white room. <laughs> Darren ain't getting pushed no more. <laughs> nah. Yeah, listen, our before and after pictures will go up on um, social media soon. I don't know when, like probably in the next couple of months. I know I want to hit all my goals by March. I have certain goals I want to hit by March. So probably then. So, yeah, you'll see. You'll see stick figure Darian. You'll see stick figure Darian. You'll see, uh, you'll see fat. You'll, be, you'll, see, you'll see extremely fat Seth. I, I don't think I've really changed too much from my pictures. So it's oh, not going to be. You're, listen, Chris. Yeah, your hairline's changed a lot. Well, uh, yes, yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that's... major changes. I don't know why you don't wear hats on the. I'd wear a hat. I, you should. I just, I just uh, it's no, it's I just it's not comfortable for me wearing a hat with my headset. That that's just the only thing. Well, you know, uh, stay on the path you're on, and you'll be able to repair uh, repair that. You know, hair loss surgery. That, that's a real thing. For sure. God. <laughs> uh, okay. Are you... Go on. That's good. That's better make a joke, but now. Nah. Make a joke. Make it. I just, I just, uh, hairline, bro. Go ahead. Yeah. Cook it's it, like, what you get? Cooking. Nah, it's like going, going to surgery. What'd you, what'd you go to surgery for? I hairline. Oh, you had a hairline fraction? No. My actual hairline. That's going to be my story of my first surgery. It's hilarious. <laughs> hey, hey, we, we can't do inside jokes. We can't do inside jokes. No one's going to understand it. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, moving on and getting, into, and getting into the show. So today we're going to be breaking down our mission statement. So if you ever see us, you ever see us out um, doing the interviews, doing anything, and you ask us what we're doing and you ask us who we are, we always say the same thing. We are faith is motivation. Our job is to inspire and, find, and motivation, finance, and it's an overall happiness. And I think we want to break that down so that you guys can understand like what our true goal is. I think in that whole mission statement, the key word is inspire. I think that's a very, very big one um, because that's really like what the core is of what we're trying to do. We're trying to inspire. And I don't want to go into too many details on that because uh, Chris is going to give us the definition. Yeah. Dev and this definition is brought to you by Oxford languages. Feel someone with the urge or ability to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. So basically what we're getting into is like, you know, we can't make anyone, we can't make anyone do anything. We just want to try and give you like the, the desire to improve, the urge to go out and better yourself. And that's, that's like the main goal with our podcast is to inspire people. Yeah. I, you know, I, I say, a lot, I say a lot of things. I'm a very opinionated person. Um, and, you know, I stand firm in my opinions. I think being overweight is your fault. And that's something that everybody should thrive to to fix. Everyone should thrive to control their weight and how much they weigh. But if you are just adamant and you are content and you are, I'm happy, I'm overweight, blah, 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 blah. I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, well, under no circumstances should you ever be fat. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. I don't care. You want to be fat, be fat. I just That's want you to better yourself. I want you to be a better person. When you get old, get fat. Yeah, I'm uh, sure you had your life. But, uh, um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I actually experienced yeah, that. I mean, so I, I used to be a lot bigger than I am. You know, I used to be like 250 pounds. I'm like 188 now. And at, at the point in my life, you know, I was a lot bigger. Obviously, I was just content. I was comfortable. I Well, I thought I was content. I was content. But, uh, like... Once I started seeing a big, a big loss of weight, then I, uh, I started to get happier. You know, it, it helps you grow in your confidence, your self-esteem. It, it, it helps you grow heavily once you start getting into shape. Yeah, man. Like that's, that, that's, we just want to inspire you to be better. Um, if you're in your, if you're living in your mom's basement and you eat cheat, cheat, Cheeto puffs and you're, and you're fat and you're lazy and you don't want to do anything with your life and you don't want to improve. And I come through and I say, Hey, you fat, lazy POS, you need to do better. You need to get better. And you say, Nope, don't want to. Okay. I'm fine with that. Live your life. How you want to live your life. Okay. I'm speaking to people who want to be better. 
It's my job to make people want to be better. That's the only goal that we have here is to inspire people to be better. We're not trying to tell people how what to do. We're not trying to tell people what they need to do. We're just trying to inspire them to be better. Yeah, definitely for sure. And you can ask D this when he first met me in middle school. Like I was pretty, I was pretty overweight. I was probably, I was about in the same boat with Seth and then, he convinced me to play football, which I was against because I didn't know I didn't I knew the game of football but never played football, and I that that's one thing I still regret to this day is leaving football. They, I left it just because of good grades. I couldn't get good grades at all. I was the only person on the team with a point. I had a point four GPA my freshman year, so it's like wait yeah what? I could what? yeah <laughs> wait what you had a what. Yeah. Yeah, I had a point four. The only time I had a passing GPA was before game day. And it was because I went around to the teacher and said, I did all my work. Just signed the paper and says, I did all my work. I never was. Oh, Chris, come on now. Now, now, my senior, now, my senior year, senior year, I locked, I locked down and had a 3.9 my senior year, which brought my GPA to a 2.5. I went hard. I went hard in senior year too. I went super hard in senior year. It's weird because I feel like most people like when they become seniors, they they start to slack. But I went hard. I slacked off in my freshman sophomore year. Yeah, but but but, well, that was also just for the fact that I just also was getting used to having a good standing body instead of freaking being over two hundred some pounds. I was in the gym with you, then doing JROTC. Freaking! I was I was actually in probably one of my best shapes of my life. So I was like, I'm getting attention that I've never gotten before. You so, want to know what would bring that attention back? Uh, get back in the gym. Yeah, yeah, get back in the gym. Oh, really? I was gonna say a new hairline, but yeah, that that'll help too. That'll I, help. So, so I wear a hat whenever I go to uh, go out in public so no one sees the hairline anyways oh shit don't think at all you wear a fedora (laughs) you'd be kind of creepy we need to post Chris we need to put oh no Chris has a fedora picture up on up online yeah if you want to see Chris in a fedora go to uh go to our social media it's on Instagram it's like one of the first posts you'll see Chris it is fedora (laughs) you know we love you right at this point I'm questioning it Please tell me I don't, that, I don't know why. that you deleted that one picture of you in the mirror with the mask on. <laughs> oh God! Dude. No, I have not yet. Hey, uh, I need I need to I need to redo my uh, my Instagram. That, that's that's low key. I'm so I need to do. So bad. It's so it's so funny. It's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, literally it is, and then I've got a quote underneath that. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. What is it? Uh, failure is free knowledge. I would, I wish I knew. I, I will have to go back and look at it now. He don't. He don't even know what his own quote is. This that's literally been two, three years ago. So, listen, Chris is the uh, Chris is the oh, the of all the jokes today. He's he, he's he's the butt of all the jokes today. Um. But yeah, that's that. Our goal is to inspire, not to not to demand, not to tell people, not to force anybody into anything. We just want to inspire people. Um, and the second part of our uh, mission statement is to inspire and motivation. So motivation is one of these things. Like I think people want to have motivation all the time. I think people want to live their life motivated. They want to live a motivated life. But the 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 fact of the matter is, you can't live a motivated life. You can't be motivated every single day. Emotions are going to get in the way. You're going to get tired. You're going to get worn down. You're going to get out. You know, you're going to lose, lose motivation at some point and you need to push through that. Right. So motivation is a temporary thing and we want to motivate you to get started, but we want to inspire you to keep going after that motivation dies. Right. Cause motivation is going to come and go. It's going to die. It's going to come back. It's going to die. It's going to come back. And, um, I'll give you an example. I lost motivation extremely early in life extremely early in life i remember it was like my second well so after my after my first eviction and i and i lived um in my old little one bedroom apartment um i couldn't get my finances in order i couldn't get them in shape at all and 
I really, I really lost, lost motivation. And this is when I started playing video games a lot. Um, I remember that it was extremely rare that I would even have water turned on in my apartment. It was actually kind of funny because I would have, I would like walk to Walmart because I was like right in the middle of Walmart. I'd walk to Walmart and I would get like 60 cent, like gallon water jugs to like uh, take a bath and wash my hands and do all the, the stuff that I needed to do. And at this point in my life, I had no motivation. I didn't want to get back. I felt like it didn't matter how hard I tried, how hard I worked. I always fell behind, right? Because I had just lost a job. Um, and then I wasn't able to get the hours at my other job that I wanted. They wouldn't give them to me, right? I, hey, can, can I work more hours? Oh, we just don't have it, right? And instead of me looking at that as, well, I need to do better, or I'm able to do better, I kind of looked at life as something that's holding me back. I looked at life as something that doesn't allow me to get better. Like I can't, I can't improve because I, I'm, 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 I'm being held back by society and I'm being held back by social constructs and I'm being held back by other things that are outside of my, outside of my control. And that killed my motivation, man. I didn't want to work, but I didn't want to do better. I didn't look for more jobs. I didn't look to improve. So, I mean, that's just a time I've lost my motivation. And obviously as I went in on, as I talked about on the last podcast, I kind of came back whenever I got into my own place and I started realizing that everything was my fault and everything was in my control. And that's what motivated me to do better. Because once I realized everything was in my control, I was like, Holy shit. I was like, I can be rich. I can, I can be successful. I can, I can control these things. Like it's not out of my control. Like people aren't holding me down. There's not a big weight on my shoulders. That's stopping me from projecting myself forward. It's me stopping me. So if I simply decide I'm not going to hold that weight anymore, I'm going to put that weight down and run forward. I can run forward. And that's what kind of brought my motivation back. But, you know, it still comes and goes like going to the gym. There's days I don't want to go um, going to work. There's days I don't want to go. There's days I don't want to put in the extra hours, but I still do that anyway because I'm inspired to do better and I want to do better. And, you know, you, if you really want to do better and you really want to be great, you got to continue even after motivation ties. Yeah. And the, and what I'm going to go into is how I lost motivation, you know, early on as well. And for me, it was after ending a two and a half year relationship. It's like, uh, ending a friendship relationship is a motivation killer in in and itself, because depending on the amount of information you shared with that person, the amount of trust you've put into that person, can be it can be a downer. You can you you know if you shared everything it literally kills it kills a part of you i you can ask d for for that i think for like the next two and a half years after that i literally you could ask me something i'm like yeah i'm i'm dead inside you was, I, can, I was i think that you was lame yeah I, I was i didn't want to do nothing i literally was the definition of the loner i I did not want to leave my bed. I did not want to leave my apartment. I did not want to do anything. And it did it it took a while for me to get over it, but I did get over it. It's just that motivational loss afterwards. It was just so it was devastating, but now I'm realizing that, you know, after so long it's like third relationships are gonna end, friendships will end. You just gotta power through them. You know, it's, you're going to meet better people. You're going to meet great. I like Seth. I met Seth and so far, you know, he's been a great person. You know, I mean, we do, we've talked a little bit, but as far as I have seen, he's, he's, yeah, he's like, he's still a great person, great person. And what podcast that we've done with him, he's like, he's very outward and going, I'm glad to have met him. And I'm glad that I had the motivation to get over losing a, a relationship. And I've lost tons of friends over decisions. And guess what? I don't lose any sleep over that. Not yeah. one bit. You should. I, no. I think that a big thing that kills motivation for a lot of people is like uh, like breaks. So, for example, you're, you're at a full-time job. And while you're at that full-time job, you're, you're working in like other areas of your life like improving your finances and you're, and you're going to the gym all while you're having this job and then your full-time job and they go on like a week or like a two week break. And during that break, you're 
you just have the mindset that you want to you want to hang out, you just want to chill. But I think that kills motivation. You'll see it a lot with people that go to the gym when they take like a week or two weeks off. All of a sudden, they just don't go anymore. And you just got to try and stay motivated, even even though you're having a big change in your routine, because changing your routine is is kind of detrimental. It's weird. So you got to try and stay motivated through all that. I think that a way I try and do that is, or, or the way I do that is I kind of have a belief or a standard that I try to live up to now. And that has gained me a lot of, that, that that's really helped me a lot in life so far is just, you have to have a decent standard for the life you live. If Because with, without standards, then you're, you're, you're kind of nothing. You have nothing you're trying to live up to and accomplish. Yeah. And I was just wanted to add one thing to onto yours, Seth, and uh, for about the breaks and stuff. You know, sickness. It, sickness is you can't avoid sickness. Unfortunately, it's just gonna be something that's a part of life. And sickness can take you out between a day to a week. It happened to me. I had like symptoms. It literally put I couldn't even get out of bed, and that literally put me out five days in those five days. I was like, I don't want to do anything afterwards. It was so hard to get back into this routine that I've just now got back into, but it's yeah. Sickness is one is definitely another thing that loses the, that gives you, uh, takes you onto the break and then gets you to lose that motivation. Yeah. yeah, You you really got to work for it. Uh, Like for example, like Darian or me, like if, if you get sick and you can't go to the gym, then it's good to have like some stuff at home. Maybe get a couple of dumbbells, stuff like that. And like off topic when like, like when it rains or, or when, or when, when Darian's car's messed up, he, he will walk to the gym. He, he will find a way to get there. Like you just gotta, you just gotta keep your standards I'll make sure up. Everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I like Seth's point about, setting a standard for yourself and living up to that. Um, I think that does so much for your own motivation. That does so much for your own health, for your own self-perception, being able to say, well, these are the metrics I live by and these are the rules I live by and then owning that, right? It makes you feel like a more honest person. If you can't live by your own standards, if you can't live by your own necessities, the things you tell yourself I need to do, if you're unable to do those, what are you truly able to do? What are you truly able to accomplish? And like, I think more people need to step up and, and take ownership about what they need to improve instead of acting like it doesn't exist. And, you know, for like, for example, if I go to a beach and I see a guy and he's 320 pounds and he has his shirt on, but this same guy leaves the beach, goes home and he does the Cheeto puff thing. To me, that is that that's that's disgraceful. To me, that's dishonest to you. That's disgraceful to yourself because you are so you are so ashamed of your situation. You are so ashamed of yourself. You're not even willing to take your shirt off when you go swimming. You're not even willing to be comfortable in your own body. Like it's obvious guilt. And you don't improve it. You don't work on it. You literally just live that way. You just exist that way. You just exist in a body, in a world where you hate yourself. You, you you are unhappy with yourself. You are unhappy with the person you are. And instead of changing it, you decide, well, I'm just going to continue living this way and blah, 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 because changing it is harder than being a POS. Listen, that type of stuff just irks me because you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be able to look in the mirror and say, I need to improve this. I need to fix this. I need to work on this. I need to do better with this. And then you need to act on that. You need to set those standards. You need to set a standard that I am going to be the best version of myself for me. I am going to be happy for me. I am going to create the life I want to live for me, right? You need to be able to do that. And if you can't do that, then what can you do? Like what, as a person, what do you offer the world? What value do you truly have if you cannot provide value for yourself? And and the way you can kind of standardize yourself is like, you have to really want it, but but you can't keep saying, oh, I want to do this or I should do this. You have to say you need it because w- once you make yourself believe that you need to do this, you need to improve, you need to go to the gym, you need to improve your finance, you will actually believe it. It will motivate you. You have to look at it as a need, not a want. Don't be stupid 
Because if you just want something, that's not going to motivate you at all. But if you need it, you're going to go out and chase it. Like, like, uh, like every week, you guys go to the grocery store because you need food. Look at the gym. Look at your finances. At the same way you look at that, like it's a basic need of life. Just looking at that way, and you can standardize yourself and make yourself better. I'd even build on that point. I'd say, I'd say, look at it like it's work. Like people wake up and they go to a job they hate, so they can maintain a life that they hate. You, you, you wake up you every single day, go to this job you hate, and you say, "Oh, well, I, I need to work. I, I need to go to work. I need to go." No, you need to go to the gym. You need to go to the gym. Same same way you need to go to work. You need to go to the gym. Right. You don't need work. The only thing we need on this on this earth as people is to eat, sleep, shit and die, <laughs> eat, sleep, shit and die. That's all we need. We don't need anything else. We don't need anything else. So, oh, well, I need to go to work. Yeah. OK, you made that a need. Why don't you make going to the gym a need? Why don't you make working in your social circle a need? Why don't you make improving your finances a need? These are all things we need. These are all things we need. Right. But you're unwilling to do it because it's hard. I just want to point out that on this, I can't remember which podcast it was, but I had talked about switching from saying I want to I need. I want y'all to, I want to reiterate every word that they, both of these guys said, they said need, not want. You have to change that mentality of want to need. And that was the one thing I had brought up was, I. that's the one thing I had to change was, it's not I want the stuff it's I need this stuff. I change the mentality of that. That's a mentality that definitely if I can change it. I know the rest of y'all can change it because I'm very stubborn. You can ask Darian. I am very stubborn in some of my ways. If I can change, you can definitely change. And, and there's that, no that's my motivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, there's no excuses not to improve yourself. Everybody Everybody can do it. You can't give excuses because then you're not you're not living up to your own standard. And when you just sit there and give excuses all the time, you're never gonna never gonna really act on the change that you want. You'll never be the best person you can possibly be, and that's what You'll, we need to do. Yeah. We need to be the best people we can potentially. That's that, that ultimately that's what we need to do if you want to if you want to get into it. Um, otherwise, you know, eat, sleep, shit, and die. Yeah, you know, like they're like it's either you need to be the best you can be or eat, eat, sleep, shit, and die. There's there should be no in between that exists, right? Um, so anyone else hasn't have any any comments on that topic before we move on? I think I'm good. I think we covered basically the mentality of it. Okay, cool. Let's talk. Uh, the next part of our mission statement, which is, which is finance. We look to inspire people in finance. Why specifically finance? Because this is, this is really the ground point of so many things. And I, I don't believe that money necessarily buys happiness. I don't think having a lot of money means you're happy, but having no money definitely makes it a lot harder. Okay. Um, and again, I, I can tell you from a standpoint, you know, sleeping in my car to living in an, an apartment with no water and oftentimes no electric, it is a lot harder to be happy when it's the middle of December cold and you have no electric on in your house. Um, it's a lot harder to be happy when you can't go out and hang out with your friends because you can't afford to. It's a lot harder to be happy when all you eat is is ramen every day, you know, ramen and ramen and drink milk. It's a lot hard. It's a lot harder to be happy in those situations. So when we look to inspire in finance, we don't necessarily say, well, you need like money's going to make you happy. But in order to be happy, you're going to need some type of financial stability in modern society. OK, so we really look to inspire people in that. And I think this is one of the areas that people really flop on. Like people really flop on. Like I hear people talk and they'll be talking about six, $700 car payments and that being not that bad or that being normal. That is insane to me. You're paying six, $700 a month on your car. You know, my first apartment that I ever lived in was like five fifty a month. You know, the house I'm living in right now, it's eight fifty a month. You're paying just as much for your car as I am for as as I am for, for my house. You and then these people they'll get this seven hundred dollar car payment, then they'll get an eighteen hundred dollar 
They'll get an $1,800 um, house payment. And then they'll complain like, man, life is hard. I need to make more money. They don't pay me enough. Like, yo, literally, like, that's just that, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Don't come to me with your pity party when you have all these expensive bills that you don't need because you wanted the 60000 the dollars $70,000 car because you wanted the four or $500,000 house. That's stupid. You didn't need that stuff. You didn't, you didn't need none of that. Yeah, I, I, listen, and I'm a, I'm a real estate agent. I'm a real estate agent. You can find three, four bedroom houses for two to to three hundred, and, and they'll be nice, right? You might, you know, put some work into them if you want to, but they'll but they'll be nice. And you're and you people are out here buying these expensive houses, buying these expensive cars, they complaining about money. Like, don't come to me with your pity party. Don't come to me with your pity party. I hate that so much. Oh, 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 I can't, I can't afford, I can't afford my bills, and and my job doesn't pay me enough, and I can't do that. I don't like, don't do that. Like, um, like me personally, I'm, I, I have a very specific way I manage my finances, and I, I don't, I don't like. So I'm, I'm, I'm making over ninety thousand this year, and. You know, I pay. I don't. I don't. I don't have a car payment. I, I probably will soon because I need a new car really bad. But I, I can. I can promise you, it's not going to be over. It's, it's not going to be six, seven hundred dollars. I don't have a car payment. I live in a two bedroom home. I don't look to improve just because I make more money doesn't mean I spend more money. And that's the way we should live. When you make more money, there's a very specific way you should manage your money. And as your income increases, you should not increase. You should not increase your bills and you should not go into more debt. You're, you're keeping yourself paycheck to paycheck. You're keeping yourself in a, in financial hardship. You're keeping yourself in financial struggle where you can't travel, where you can't hang out with friends, where you can't enjoy your life. And then really fi finance is the basis of everything. With finance, you're going to be able to stay in better physical shape because healthy food is expensive. Gym memberships are expensive. So you need finances to be able to do those things. With finance, you're going to be able to improve your social circle because you're going to be able to hang out with your friends. You're going to be able to go out and do things and actually build relationships. You're going to be able to put yourself in positions where you can actually network. Finances are really, really important for everything that relates to happiness and you guys are so poor with it you guys are so bad with it that there's no way it's, it's ever going to work um so i would say listen we're going to do a episode where we break down finance sometime in the near future and uh you person that's broke sitting on your ass but you still bring home four five six thousand a month but you're still somehow living paycheck to paycheck you need to tune into that episode, you bum. A lot of people will look into, uh, or, or a lot of people will always find something to blame for their financial struggle. But that that is your fault. Whether you think so or not, being broke is is your fault. You just have to make it better. You have to improve your financial situations. That doesn't mean you can't have nice things. You just want to make sure you can support those nice things. You can support that vacation or that nice car. Like I have, I have a pretty nice car. It's pretty, it's a pretty good car. It's 2022 Toyota Corolla, but I, I have that because I can manage my money well enough to, to pay for it, which of course I, I, I do live with my parents, but I'm only 19. I, I have a plan. I'm my, my first property is going to be an investment, which I will also live in. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm saving for it, but no one should always look to blame something because it's it's on you for being broke for the longest time for my finance like for me i did not become finance savvy until i lived on my own and did not depend on anybody and i i'm not i didn't get as bad as Dana, you know like didn't have a water or electric but i was to the point of i the only food that was in the house was cat food for my cat that was that was literally it and i was sitting there i was just like if like a friend or something they said hey you want to go out to eat are you paying <laughs> i was that friend unfortunately but you know i have repaid i have repaid mostly back back on that stuff now but it's it's like it's funny to sit here and see how that i laugh about that now you know, being broken stuff. But then do you see someone that I know close, very, very, very closely to not be able to manage their money and go out and like as soon as they see it's eight, nine hundred dollars, go out 
and pay the pay what few bills and then instantly it's like four days later it's like I only got thirty dollars. Wait, what happened to the rest of your money? What'd you spend it on? And it's weird to see see that transition of I'm sitting here questioning that to where I used to do that. So it's it finances de- definitely so the building block to everything that we're going to be ta- we've talked about. Yeah, and building off what Seth said, it it isn't in control. There's nothing stopping you from getting another job. Most of you bums work 40, 50 hours a week and you complain about being broke. Oh, I, I, I wish they would pay me more. Listen, you can't control how much someone pays you, but you can control how much you make. You cannot like you're not in charge of your boss. You're not in charge of your company. Stop complaining about them not paying you enough. They don't care. Then they really don't care. Okay, as long as you show up and you do your job, they're not gonna they're gonna raise your pay just because you feel like I feel like I should be making more. Or they don't care. No one gives a no one gives a damn. If you really want to make more money, it's gonna be on you. You're gonna have to wake up. You're gonna have to get out of bed. You're gonna have to work more hours. You're gonna have to dedicate yourself. You have to dedicate yourself to making more money. And if you dedicated yourself to your job and you dedicated yourself to your career, and they're not giving you more hours and not giving you opportunities, then find another job. Work two jobs. Well, I've been at this place for for five years, and I'm I'm tenured, and I don't want to lose my spot, and I can't find a job that pays enough. Well, then work another job simultaneously. Build up in that job until you make enough to replace your old job. Work two jobs. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with working 80, 90, 100 hours a week? I do it every I do it every week. What's wrong with that? You want to make you you want to make a hundred k? You want to make a hundred k a year? The average person making a hundred k a year works like sixty five hours a week. So if you really want to make money, if you really want to grow, if you really want to improve in finances, stop complaining about it because no one actually gives a fuck. Everyone knows you're bad with money. Everybody knows you can make more money. Everybody knows you're just lazy. Stop complaining about it. Get off your ass and make more money. I was going to say, we there are multiple jobs out there, and there are work-from-home jobs. There, I've already done seen several people working – Three to five work from home jobs bringing in hundred, two hundred thousand a year. That's work from home. So that means you don't have to leave home. You don't have to spend money on gas. But if people like that can sit here and work three to five work um, jobs at home with like a laptop that barely runs, you all can definitely earn that same amount of money using. Computer, like there's a, I've seen people even go to the library to do those work from home jobs. They can do it. You can do it too. So that's all I will. I'll pass it right on to you, Seth. My bad. No, taking it. You're good. So, um, the, the next area we, we try and push people to improve themselves in is fitness. Um, impro- improving yourself physically. It's a huge step in, uh, for anybody on a journey of self-improvement. Um, for many, it's probably your first step. It was my first step. And like improving yourself physically, it can, it can improve you mentally as well. So like, like you start seeing results, you start, you start feeling better. You start being more confident, having more self-esteem or better self-esteem, I should say. Um, and then you see all these results, you see how far you've came and then it can give you that mental state of, Oh, I have this this power, this ability to improve myself. If I can do it here, I can do it here too. So, you know, we obviously we can't make anyone go to the gym, like we were talking about with the with with the Inspire. Like we can't make anybody improve them or improve themselves. But we we do want to encourage and try and give you the drive to uh, to improve yourself physically improve yourself with your finance and if we can do that we'll be happy uh, i think that's all i got for that I'd, I'd say keep this in mind too being physically in shape helps the way the world perceives you and you know you don't do everything you don't do everything you do for other people you do it for yourself right you need to do it for yourself you need to do it um Personally, I, I like to, I like, you know, I do it for God and, you know, the people around me, but no one's going to argue that if you was to walk into a room with a hundred people and 85 people look at you like you're a disgusting person, 
that you wouldn't feel like you're disgusting. You wouldn't feel like you didn't belong. You wouldn't feel like an outcast. No one's going to argue against that. Even if there's 15 people that accept you, oh, yeah, you're cool, whatever. If the, if, if the majority of people that see you look at you in a certain light, you're going to be fighting against that perception. So when you're physically in shape, when you walk into that room, 85, 90 people are going to look at you in a certain light. They're going to look at you, if you especially if they can see if they can see that, you know, you work on yourself, that you've improved, that you actually go to the gym and work on yourself. They're going to look at you in a certain light. When a big dude walks into the room, you automatically give him a certain level of respect. You say, whoa, like you, you're in the gym. I can tell that you, you, you know, you notice that and that that boost his confidence that's going to boost his self-perception so getting in the gym when other people notice that you've been working on yourself when other people notice that you've been improving when other people know that you've been able to do something like get in shape that you've been able to dedicate yourself and exercise discipline show ambition so dedication to something these are characteristics that make um, a respectable person that make people respect you when people can see that from you they automatically give you a certain level of respect and when everybody around you respects you when you go out in town and you know people that you run into and people that you meet respect you you're automatically going to respect yourself even um, a little bit more right so i think that's a i think that's a big thing with getting into the gym and getting and getting in shape is it helps the way you're perceived by society and that's automatically going to help the way you perceive yourself and, and, and I can promise you, once you, once you stop being a fat fuck sitting around, you doing the, the pedo thing, like Daniel was saying, uh, <laughs> once you start seeing results, you will be happier. You will be more motivated because of course it's important how everyone else perceives you, but it's, it's even more important how you perceive yourself. And, and. And once you start getting in shape, you're going to be happier. You're going to be more motivated. You're going to be more determined to do these things to make good changes in your life. So being in good physical health and improving yourself that way is very important. And and I'm not going to sit here and look at you as a fat fuck if I know you're in the gym and and you're trying to improve yourself. Like, because you're not just sitting there being fat. You're trying to work on it and trying to improve. So I just think that's really important. And I think that's because, like, the characteristics I pointed out earlier, dedication, determination, commitment that you need to have to get in shape, um, because these are automatically characteristics we see in people as respectable characteristics. If we can see these characteristics in ourselves, we can respect ourselves more. Um, and then someone who is overweight and is trying to go to the gym, that is extremely respectable because we know you're trying to better yourself. We know you're trying to push yourself, right? Like at that point, we it's it's not going to necessarily be to just get big. It's going to be to get healthy. It's going to be so that we know you're working so that you can respect yourself more and you can love yourself more. And, you know, that's a, it's a respectable, it's a respectable trait. It's a, res, it's a respectable value. And, you know, people should, should thrive to live that way. Your physical health, it doesn't always just come with the gym, too. You do have to uh, make your diet better. Like, if you're going to the gym and you're still eating six Baconators a day, <laughs> you're not really helping yourself, you know? Like, like you got to manage your diet, too. Like, like you can eat the things you like, just manage it. Manage your calories. In moderation. Yeah. Count your calories. Count your calories. Make sure you're eating right. Don't, don't sit around eating six Baconators a day. Two little Caesars. Be like the mountain. Yeah. Little Caesars. Hey, bro. Listen. All right. Little Caesars pizzas. Uh, flashbacks. So. <laughs> oh, God. No, this was like a couple years ago, maybe three, four years ago. And uh, we all went to Chris's house. And I remember walking in. This man had like 12 Little Caesar pizza boxes stacked up on his mother. <laughs> stacked up on his counter. Like 12. <laughs> Yeah, like, what is like what is going on? Like I had no idea. And I think little seizures are disgusting. I was like, Chris, bro, how you gonna <laughs> be like eat hey, bro, you gotta be eating little seizures like every single day. He, he was he was cheap. He was cheap and cheap, uh, where I was I mean, where I was getting hey, bro, you know and what salads you can get from uh Walmart? They like three, four bucks, bro. That's cheap too, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was weak. I was like, yeah, now, now, yeah, now, now you come over here. I mean, he come over here and walk in. Big like Little Caesars person, 
Yeah, come over here and walk in now, and there's not a single pizza box. There's not a single one. Yeah, no, but your diet has been better. I can I can uh, acknowledge that you you are on a much better diet. Salmon, shrimp, and beef. Fish, seafood is, is right. actually very good for you. This, seafood is fire. I'm about to order seafood later. It, it, it is. It's high, it's high in protein. It's, it's pretty good for you. Like you get like packs of tuna. Really cheap. It's like seventy calories for a pack for a little pouch of tuna, and it's got like fifteen grams of protein. There is shit you can buy to be right. healthy. That like tuna tastes good. I like tuna. You like tuna probably. Oh yeah. But, Tuna's okay. Yeah. Uh, and all I was gonna say is going into the next right. Uh, going to the next segment here. Fitness does play into this segment here, which is your overall happiness. You're fit, you get phys, you know, you're going to the gym, you're getting physically in shape. You're starting, like they have said, you get that confidence boost. That confidence boost also leads into happiness. Having your finances in order, you can start to not just be able to do a budget, but start to get stuff that you have looked at before when you were broke. And not having the money, you're like, I want to get, I'm definitely going to get that one day. Like a now you're able to get it. As opposed to a Little Caesars one. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, upgrading stuff that you have wanted for a while. But now, now, <laughs> now that, and now that you have budgeted so well and you've got the money and you're physically fit, you know, you're happy. Your overall happiness is there. And that shows. It's just like fitness. You walk into the room, and everybody looks in, and sees your physical, your physical fit, and they judge you off of that. You walk into your room, and you're not just have this. You have this presence. It's oh, this guy. I can tell he's happy. He's not just physically fit, but he's happy. I need to be around this guy. It's like a gravity. It literally attracts people. So you being that physically fit and having the happiness, you just you're going to uh, attract people to you. That's going to lead into a great social life. It's like I know when when I was uh, work. I'm going to use Bucky's here, making twenty dollars an hour, getting a lot of hours in, but then also going to the gym. And I know after two weeks. I would walk it. I would walk into work, and literally, I could not get nobody to stop talking to me. And later on, my gym partner would literally go come to me and go, "You need to stop bulking like you are right now, for the fact that everyone keeps coming to me and asking me what am I doing to you." And it's just, and that was a great confidence boost. It was like I don't know what they're seeing, but I'm glad they're seeing it, seeing uh, seeing the work going in. And that just, it made me overall happy just to the fact that I am getting recognition. I think that mainly what we're trying to touch on is that like all these things are that we, that we've talked about today in the podcast, they're, they're all building blocks to your overall happiness. I, I would say, well, plus along with your social life, which I don't think we touched on, but um, you know, these are all important and improving yourself and your finance and your fitness, your social life is going to make you happier. If they are real improvements, like everything is a building block up to it. I think um, when you talk about overall happiness and you talk about genuine happiness, you have to understand what it is and what it looks like. So again, we try to inspire people in this. So if this goes back to the looking in the mirror thing and being honest with yourself. So going back to the, you know, fat guy in his mom's basement eating Cheeto puffs, you might be happy when you're sitting there watching the voice eating your Cheeto puffs. You might be happy when you're, you know, sitting in front of your computer playing video games. But are you genuinely happy when, when, when the TV's off, when the video game's off and you lay down at night? Are you genuinely looking forward to waking up the next morning? Are you genuinely looking forward to going into your McDonald's job? Do you have people around you that you genuinely care about? Do you have 
the, the, the people around you? Are they ready to die for you? Are you ready to die for the people around you? Do you, do you have that type of bond and that type of connection with them? Are you happy when you look in the mirror and, and you, and, and you know, you, what you see, are you happy with what you see when you look in the mirror? Are you happy with your body? Are you happy with, with your financial situation? Are you genuinely happy that you're being taken care of by, by your mother at, at 34? You know, so th this is what we want. This is why we want to inspire you in this. We want to inspire you in overall happiness because we don't want you to be happy only when you're playing your video games or only when you're watching TV. When you wake up and you get in your car and you drive to work, we want you to be happy then. We want you to be happy when you're at work. You, we want you to be happy at all times, genuine happiness at the highest level possible. Okay, but in order to do this, you're going to have to wake up every day. And you're going to have to work for it. As soon as your feet touch the floor, you're going to have to work your ass off to be happy. And that's ultimately what's going to make you happy. That's why we say, hey, okay, so um, are you going to the gym? Gym's hard work. Gym's hard work, but the gym makes you happy. It gets you in shape. Okay, so are you are you working multiple jobs? Are you or do you have multiple income streams coming on coming in? Are you working um, a, a healthy amount of hours? Working's hard. But to get your finances in order, are you going out? Are you meeting people? Are you shaking hands? Are you introducing yourself? Are you working on your social skills? This stuff's hard. It's weird. It's awkward. And we'll walk up to somebody and start a conversation and you have no idea what to say. It's hard. It, it happens to everybody. But you have to do it. That's, that's going to make you genuinely happy. So every day when you, when you wake up and you do these things and you do these hard things, you can do them with a smile on your face. You can do them with pure satisfaction. You can do them with true, genuine happiness. That's what we want to create. I'm not telling you. I'm not. I'm not telling you that you're that. It's. It's. I'm not telling you that you have to do these things. I'm telling you, you. I want you to do these things. I want you to thrive, to better yourself, to find a spot of genuine happiness. So I'm telling you to look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, Are these areas in my life? Are these areas at a point to where I'm genuinely happy, to where I'm genuinely satisfied? Can I look in the mirror and say, I love myself at the end of the day? That's that's all we try to do with this podcast. That's our point. That's why we want to help improve overall happiness and genuine happiness. I believe that if, you, if you're going to try and improve yourself, you, you got to try and like control or escape these little temporary moments of happiness, like playing video games eight hours a day. Like, yeah, you're having fun. Look like Darian said, but once you get off, then you're not really, you're, you're, you're like, ah, yeah, whatever you got, you, you got to try and like control these, these, these areas of like temporary moment of fun happiness. Like if, if you're sitting there drinking all the time, you know, you're having fun while you're drunk, but when you get sober, you're all depressed and sad and, if you're really going to try and improve yourself, then you got to escape all this. You got to control it a lot better. And when you have the urge to just sit there and play video games all day, turn that urge into something like going to the gym or finding your better social circle or working on your finances. Yeah. And you know, I've been there. Like, I mean, I was talking about it earlier when I hit my like true depressive state, when I was evicted the first time and I lived in the, the house that, uh, you know, rare that never i never had my water turned on and rarely and you know every now and then i didn't have power when i lived in that house i was so depressed with myself the only relief i got was video games that's why i played video games so much and um this carried for probably about a year and uh, chris you'll, you'll remember you played a lot with me i got you know I, I played a lot of video games like all the time i was playing six seven eight hours a day and then you know, upon self-evaluating, the only reason I did that was because when that video game turned off, I wasn't happy. I was not, I was, I wasn't happy with my surroundings. I wasn't happy with the things around me. The only, the only relief, the only relief from my reality. Okay. And, and then let that word sink in relief from the reality, from the life I'm living was playing video games. I'm not happy with the life I'm living. I need a relief from my own existence. That is true misery. That is true. That that is true misery. That is true unhappiness. And it, and I just want to reach out to 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 the person, to the kid that's like me, and say, listen, that that you you you're, you're miserable, and I want you to do better, and I want you to to create happiness, and I want you to work on yourself. 
And and we're talking about these video games and playing like eight hours a day. That is insane. If you play eight hours every day, you're wasting 56 hours on your week. Like, it, and it's really easy to sit there and play for eight hours. Eight hours is a long time, but it is super easy to sit there and be on your video game for eight hours. It flies by. But that that's just comfort. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to chase your dreams, really. You, know, you got to chase the things you want, chase the change you want, chase your improvements, and you'll get better. But, like, sitting there for eight hours, that's so much time. You could have spent that eight hours working on real estate classes. You, you could have spent that eight hours uh, going out, getting a better social circle. You could have spent that eight hours at another job. That's a whole shift. It's a whole shift of work. Yeah, and and you I think games, I mean this is like with a lot of things. This is like with movie. This is this is like yeah. with movies. This is like playing on, on on your cell phone. Um, alcohol I think is a big one. Drugs I think is a big one. Like these things are just a relief from your own reality. These things are just a relief from your own existence. You are so happy. You are so unhappy with your own existence. You need a relief from that. And the the only thing I will. I guess I should say is touch up on that is, yeah, the, I I will agree about the video games, the alcohol, alcohol was a relief for me. Video games was a relief for me as well, but now I'm starting to turn it into what I guess you could say, like a side hustle, trying to get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting it monetized. Like it's that, that's a struggle and a half just for the fact that it's, you know, play for one, two hours, then sit there and edit for another hour and a half, two hours, doing all that. They're like, doing it for, if you play video games to make an income, that's acceptable. But if you're doing it, like they said, to get a relief from reality, then yes, you, you definitely need to do it something else. But don't use trying to turn your video games into income, don't use that as an excuse to not get another job or not work on something else to improve yourself. Don't use that as an excuse. Because to do that, it takes a long time. Chris, I'm sure you've been streaming forever, but but you, you're still working in every other area of your life while you're doing all that streaming. So, so you, you can't oh, yeah. use that as an excuse to not do other things. If you're gonna sit there and stream and try and get monetized and try and make money off gaming, you still need to work on yourself in every other area. You can't just let that be it. I, I will say, like, my sleep schedule is the one that's second the hit on that. Because I used to, I get, you know, eight hours. Because I'm, I'm night shift. I, I work night shift. So it, And these two guys also work night shift, too. It, but it's, you know, getting all, uh, you know, get a 530, get an hour drive in, come home, it's like, do I really need to? Uh, do I really need to get on edit and all that? I'm like, yep, I have to get on and edit. I literally do because I'm managing two channels and then trying to manage a streaming channel. So it's yeah, that it's no sleep for the wicked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like when when you're talking about um, streaming and trying to make money from video games, and we'll go a little bit more into creating side hustles and, and that type of stuff later. But uh, you need to treat it as if it's a side hustle, so it shouldn't be ta it shouldn't be taking the majority of your day. You should still be working, you know, eight to ten hours a day at like your regular job, and then you should be um, dedicating another, you know, four to six a day at your side hustle, right? And um, that way, it's not like okay, well, I'm just streaming all day, every day, every chance I get. No, you're. You, it, it's a side hustle. You're building it and you're still working on these other areas, right? You're still going to the gym. You're still working your regular job and the money you get from your the extra money you get from your regular job because you're working 10 hours a day because you're working 50, 60 hours a week at your regular job. You can then put that into your side hustle and um, you can help build your income. And you can help build that up. That's the way it should work. And and I don't want to break that down too much because I want we're going to go into a financial episode later down the line. But yeah, man, like, don't use it. Don't say, well, I'm trying to become a streamer and you're playing 10, 12, 14 hours a day and you're not working a real job. You're going to McDonald's and you're, you know, that guy with the Cheeto puffs in your mother's basement. Again, just saying, well, I'm trying to stream and using it as an excuse, but you're not really getting better. Look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. Is that all we have for that topic? 
I I think that's all we have for this podcast, actually. Yeah, we're about to wrap it up. I don't so think we have um, anything else we need to touch on. Uh, any any closing thoughts from you guys? Get to the gym. It, Chris, I'm I mean, get to the gym. I'm, you get to the gym. Get to the gym. I, well, I'm going. I'm going with you on Saturday. I am going with you on Saturday. Huh? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you better be yep. there Saturday. We got a we got a big day Saturday. We got a big day Saturday. Yeah, we do. Yeah, get to the gym with us. Yeah, get to the gym. I'll say. I'll say it. Get to the gym. Get off your ass. Stop eating Cheeto puffs. Work more hours. Lazy fucks. Work on yourself. Stay motivated. Stay determined. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So we today. I mean, we just broke down our mission statement um, to inspire people in motivation, finance, business, and overall happiness. We kind of went through everything. Uh, I think this is actually going to turn out to be a good episode. Remember that we are now on Rumble. And again, I'm sorry about those Tuesday prod broadcasts. If you know, we can. If if the quality of this one is good, it'll be up. Um, but right now, you know, I'm really we're really going to have to evaluate it, and we're going to have to see how the quality comes out and when we can get good quality broadcasts, we'll start putting those out. Um, so (laughs) on rumble podcast, socials, faith is motivation on everything. Any, anything you can, almost anything you can listen to podcast on, like we're on, there's a couple of things that we're not, but I don't even know what those are. So whatever. If we keep saying Um, fat fuck, we might only be able to stream on rumble. Say what? We keep saying fat fuck. We might only be able to stream on Rumble. Oh. I'll let Darren do what there is the famous addicts. I have, I sit there listening to uh, one of the podcasts on my way home, and then all of a sudden he cut out and came back in. I was like, he had to cut out a word. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I cut out the F word multiple times on the on the on one of our broadcasts, and then on the last one, I don't think I cut it out at all because I felt like it was really passionate. So whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Then I, I don't think they'll kick you off. I think they'll just demonetize it, but we're not even monetized yet, so who cares? And then, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care until it's monetized. <laughs> it's it's fine. They don't they don't care. So yeah. Um that's all we have. Um I don't know if I have an outro yet. Maybe I'll have one by the time this comes out. Either way, uh peace. Peace. Peace.